This week, we have another full slate of games to look forward to. Luckily for us, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has us covered with so many different ways to get in on the action. DraftKings Sportsbook is based right here in the U.S., not offshore, so you know your funds are safe and secure. Plus, they have new odds, boosts, and promotions on your favorite sports every day. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever, you don't even have to leave your house. And for those where sports betting is not yet available, head to the DraftKings app and check out all of their daily fantasy contests. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SI when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code SI to get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Yo, what's up and welcome inside the SI Gambling Podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, and Frankie Fatstacks getting you ready for the upcoming weekend. We got Major League Baseball playoffs. We got the NBA Finals. Of course, we got the NFL and we got some SEC football going down this weekend, Frankie, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a, a big college football Saturday, a nice large slate. We see uh, big, some big SEC games and some rivalries and some ranked teams facing each other. So it's great to have that after seeing that debacle of a game last night on Thursday Night Football. But once again, Corey, you know, a personal play of my own, the fade Gase train comes through once again because that is just a gravy train. You can make money betting against the Jets, and Frankie, you've done a good job of doing that these uh, since the season started, and I may have to hop on you uh, and join you on that one. Speaking of fading teams, let's get ready to hop into it and lay in big wood. Baltimore Ravens, 13.5-point road favorite this weekend against the D.C. football team, and I'm thinking to myself, why not Baltimore? Yeah, I mean, obviously we know. I mean, a lot. There was, you know, there was some support last week for uh, Haskins on the road and with that Washington team. But now some of the reports coming out that they may be missing Scary Terry this week, and uh, McLaurin may be missing from that team, making that team even more shorthanded and one di- one dimensional. And we know right now, Corey. I mean, Lamar Jackson has got to be angry putting his fist through walls, putting wanting, wanting to run through walls after that putrid performance on Monday night when he only amassed 97 yards passing against the Kansas City Chiefs. We know he's going to want to come out angry. And this spread, which was at 13 and a half, it's now almost nearly 14 and a full 14 now at nearly around all sports books around the country and at DraftKings Sportsbook here in Las Vegas, the same thing that we're seeing. And we're also seeing a lot of attention towards the total where that total has dropped significantly because a lot of people are expecting the Ravens to run Lamar run use that running game and just pound and pound and pound the Redskins into submission no doubt about it the Washington football team Frankie yes yes yes, that's right the Washington football team the Washington football team my I have to still get that ingrained in my mind the Washington football team that's correct we wanted to back them last week but I'm not so sure that they can put up much of a fight this week against an angry Ravens team 
No doubt I agree with you on that one. The Cleveland Browns traveled to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. The Cowboys coming off that loss versus the Seattle Seahawks. Jerry Jones goes on the air this week, calls out Dak Prescott. Cowboys coming home, laying four and a half against the Browns. I'm, I don't listen. I'm not a big heavy fa- favorite better. And I don't ever like the better than Dallas Cowboys, but I do like them this week, Frankie. Yeah, I think this is a get-right spot for the Dallas Cowboys. I love the fact that Jerry called out Dak, and I think it's going to motivate him even more. We saw last week that finally he seemed to get on the same page once again with Michael Gallup that a lot of fantasy owners were loving and expecting to happen after seeing that strong rapport and connection in the 2019 season virtually disappear through the first couple of weeks of the 2020 season. But it looks like he's getting back on that same page. I love the tight end Schultz. I think that they have a tremendous opportunity. I think Zeke eats this week. And I think that a lot of people are going to see that maybe Baker Mayfield is more uh, apt towards uh, cleaning up those seats like we see in the in the, uh, in the those commercials than he is to really competing with Dak and the boys. I think this is a get-right spot. I think this is a bad spot for the Cleveland Browns. And I know I kind of agree with you, but – I think that laying the wood here, it's not much. I mean, it is a little bit high at four, four and a half, depending on where you look right now, four and a half over DraftKings Sportsbook. But I actually think it's a strong play. I tend to agree with you. I don't think it's a homer play for you to be backing your Dallas Cowboys and America's team because I think they get the job done on Sunday. Yeah, let's go down to Detroit is home for the New Orleans Saints this weekend. Saints coming as a four-and-a-half-point favorite. See a lot of road favorites this week. That kind of sets up pretty poorly for the public, in my opinion. I'm looking at a Detroit Lions team that should be 2-1. and one. DeAndre Swift catches that pass. They win that game. They get Kenny Galladay back. You already know where I'm going with this one, Frankie. I like Detroit catching the four-and-a-half. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. We still don't know the exact status of Michael Thomas. If he's ever going to be, you know, it looks like he's going to be trending towards a game time decision. Then I haven't announced which way, you know, really is going to go. Or we're still waiting for those official Friday reports to hear what's going to be happening with Michael Thomas there. But I tend to agree with you. They looked good last week in that upset of Arizona. And Matthew Stafford, you know, like you highlighted, I mean, their one drop pass by DeAndre Swift away from being two and one. And I don't think that, I think this line would actually be much shorter. I mean, if, if you're telling me that this line, with the way that it is right now, according to the odds makers, with the the uh, Lions catching four at home, that means if this game was in New Orleans, they'd be a full touchdown underdog. I'm not buying it. I actually agree with you. I think the Lions look like a live dog in Week Four. Yeah, no. Nah, and when you say a live dog, that means a little sprinkle on that money line may not be out of the realm of possibility. A couple of zero and three teams in the Minnesota Vikings and Houston Texans. You got Minnesota at plus four going into Houston to take on Deshaun Watson. Yeah, from a personal standpoint, I think this is an easy one for me. I mean, just like I do that fade the Gates train, I've I jumped on it a couple of weeks ago and it continues to make money. I have to fade Bill O'Brien. The guy looks absolutely almost as clueless as Adam Gase on those sidelines, and he's ruining a good team. I, I actually believe that they're, it's a it's neck and neck between those two clubs as to who's going to make a move first and if there's going to be a midseason change at any point. But right now, I, I tend to agree with you. I know you are high on uh, Kirk Cousins coming into this year. He hasn't really not no more. I know, I know you're not, as much, but I, I think once again, this may be a get right spot for him. I actually like their potential and I like Adam Thielen in, you know, getting open and getting open quite often in this uh, game against this uh, Houston Texans secondary right now that just seems to be completely out of sorts. I like uh, Dalvin Cook to have a big game in this spot. And I think 
that once again, this could be another live dog on the NFL card. And I think the Vikings could jump up and surprise people. Corey, don't be surprised if you don't see this line that currently sits at four, come down to three and a half and threes, and maybe even go underneath that prime number of three by kickoff late Sunday. Oh, and that'd be something I'll be keeping my eye on because if that is the case, then I will jump on the Minnesota Vikings because we've seen how that did last week or when I was on Washington at seven. I was on Washington at seven right before kickoff. It went to seven and a half, and I was like, oh, I wish I can get my money back because um, that line movement is critical. Speaking of, uh, I want to touch on two more AFC games before we get into the college football action coming up this weekend. You got the New England Patriots traveling to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes and the boys versus Cam Newton, Bill Belichick, and the crew right now the Pats catching six and a half. Yeah, it seems like this number opened here in Vegas with uh, the Chiefs seven and a half and eight early last week here in Vegas. And now, as you mentioned, it's come out down already at DraftKings at six and a half. There's still some sevens around town here in Vegas, but if you're going to want to grab that seven and take the points with Cam Newton and the Patriots, you're going to have to pay the extra juice as it looks like most play, most shops around town now here in, in Sin City are actually charging $1.20 or $1.25 on grabbing yeah. the points with Cam. And I can understand why. I mean, a lot of people are looking at a down spot after that big performance by uh, by Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. But for me, I have to stay away from this game. I'll never fade. I learned my lesson the other night. Either it's a play on Mahomes or it's a stay away. I can't grab. I cannot fade this team right now. They look like they're once again one of the elite teams, and they are poised right now, and they look strong enough with that on both sides of the ball, which I'm surprised at because I thought the defense might be a little bit lacking coming into this year. But Patrick Mahomes, once again, he's playing at an elite level, at an MVP-type level, and I think that the Chiefs are going to roll this week. I'm just not so sure if there's not a back – the back door might be open for Cam late in the game, and that seven could be a lot. But for me, Corey, it's a stay away. Yeah, I probably would stay away from that one, too. If not, I would do the same thing you said, and I would back my homes in the Chief. That is a home favorite right there. Uh, and f- finally, um, in, on the NFL front, I want to touch on this big-time showdown. I guess you can call it a big-time showdown in the AFC between the Buffalo Bills and the Las Vegas Raiders. Buffalo, once again, we have another one this week, another road favorite. Buffalo, a three-point favorite going out there to Vegas. Yeah, I think last week, uh, in my opinion, Bill Belichick, once again, being the defensive genius that he is, he actually showed and devised a game plan and he showed the blueprint on how to really stop this Raiders offense right now that is missing Henry Ruggs III. And that's a huge dimension that is actually hurting this team because all it does is really it takes Darren Waller completely out of the equation. I think the Buffalo Bills defense in their secondary and linebackers are strong enough to do the same thing to Waller again this week and I think he has a brutal matchup and I absolutely love what is going on on the offensive side of the ball Josh Allen is playing an elite level and really creeping into that MVP discussion and I think that for me I mean as we know over it here at at SI Gambling my best bet this week on a personal play is the Bills laying three which I did earlier this week and we're seeing now over at DraftKings Sportsbook and some other sportsbooks uh, around town, you actually have to lay the juice now. It's minus, you know, you got to lay a dollar twenty now on laying the three. So that number is going to continue to move. For me, my own personal opinion and my suggestion is, if you like Buffalo, lay the wood now because that number I think is going to go through, and you're going to soon be requested to lay the hook. Ah, interesting stuff right there. So good job with that one right there. If you like the Buffalo Bills, if you what if 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 they do add that hook and they get the three and a half, would you would you shift to the Raiders? 
No, I, 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 I can't. I still, I, I think that the Bills right now have shown that they're they're playing some of the best football. Corey, as we know, the Sharps out here, they were all over the Bills in their season win total going over, and they also backed them to win the AFC East and take uh, that supremacy away from the New England Patriots. At first, I thought it was maybe because they were just wanted to fade the Patriots because Tom Brady, we know, wasn't going to be there, and you know, at that time, it was Jared Stidham before they had signed and acquired uh, Cam Newton services, but I'm actually starting to believe after seeing some of the plays that they've made early on here in the early season that they actually believe and they're becoming believers in Josh Allen. That team is just playing at a great level, but it will be interesting, Corey, to see does John Brown play or not because I think that will be a big add or a big subtraction to that overall dynamic offense and the, and the efficiency we're seeing from Josh Allen if John Brown is not able to go. Let's get ready for some Saturday action. Let's start in the SEC where the Texas A&M Aggies travel to Alabama to take on the Crimson Tide. The Crimson Tide are laying 18 points, Frankie. I don't mind laying big wood, especially when it comes to Alabama. Yeah, I think right now they just look like maybe they they quite possibly could be the best team in the entire nation. Mac Jones in his first game, he looked efficient. He looked like he's ready to take the next step with this uh, Nick Saban offense. And I love the way that he looked like he was on the same page last week with wide receiver Jalen Waddell, who put up huge numbers in week one. I think he's going to be able to run free again and put up those same type of numbers against this Aggie defense. And I think he's going to be running free in that secondary. I look Looks like a lot of points at first, but I actually believe that laying the 18 is the side to be behind. Ooh, that's interesting right there. Later 18 with the Crimson Tide. And then when we go down to the nighttime, the primetime matchup in the Southeastern Conference, we got the Auburn Tigers traveling to Georgia to take on the Bulldogs. Georgia Bulldogs right now via the DraftKings Sportsbook laying seven and a half. Yeah, this number actually has been getting a lot of support here uh, early Friday morning around town and, and as well as DraftKings Sportsbook. This number this morning on early Friday lines and openers uh, was uh, sitting around six and a half. There's been some strong, strong support and some sharp support to the Georgia Bulldogs in this game, now pushing this number not only up to a full touchdown, but beyond, and now requesting all betters now lay the seven in the hook. And that's a big move, a full, full point moving through a prime number of seven this early on a Friday. It looks like, Corey, one of your plays and one of the plays that you were getting behind is looks like a lot of the other, a lot of the sharps and a lot of the public money is agreeing with you. It looks like there's a lot of, uh, Opinion right now, fading Gus Malzahn and Bo Nix and the Auburn Tigers. Not a lot of love for War Eagle as it looks like Georgia is getting all the support with that line being seven and a half right now. Interesting to see how that plays out and if those Bulldogs will be able to cover that number. Uh, let's get ready to move on and talk about the NBA Finals. Let me ask you this before we talk about tonight's game. Would you bet the Lakers to sweep? No. I still yeah. think I still think that there's a chance that the that maybe that the the Heat can come back and show that. I, listen, I, I often say, I mean, we, we've seen with this line tonight, Corey. It opened at seven and a half. It's now sitting at nine and a half at DraftKings Sportsbook, and there's just so much public love. And what do we always say here at SI Gambling? And Corey you taking your money. Yeah, and now you got to put that with factorials. You got to add a little bit of juice to it because now it's multiplied by two. Because what's today? Friday, meaning it's Freaky Friday, which means on Freaky Friday, the public gets crushed. 
what you see, all the optics, they're not what you want to be on. So for me, I actually believe I'm praying that there's even more support and I can get the heat at that full double digit price. I'm looking for that 10. If there's a 10 out there and this number goes to 10 or even 10 and a half, consider me in. But right now I'm a little bit hesitant because LeBron James looked like he came out and he came out angry in game one and they dismantled that Miami Heat team, which was to my, you know, made me a little bit upset because as we know, I did bet the Heat at plus 400 to win the series. So I'm a little bit concerned about that bet now going up in flames. But for me, if this number does get to 10, that's when I would jump in. I think that's a good point right there. All right, let's go one game on the Major League Baseball. Diamond tonight, Frankie, the St. Louis Cardinals and the San Diego Padres. Padres a minus 127 favorite. Yeah, this game, game, I was all over St. Louis in game one and they came through. I was also all over, I'm also having a nice sizable wager on St. Louis to win the series. And as we see, I got that number at plus 160 to win the series. And now tonight, they're only plus a dollar eight to win the game. So I'm getting tremendous value on that series play myself on a personal play. So I'm happy to see that, but boy, it does scare me a little bit because St. Louis looked like they had that game in hand. And then all of a sudden there was a Fernando Tatis Jr. sighting and a sighting to behold as he went yard, not once, but twice and changed that entire course of that game as the Padres came back from a big deficit and took game two. And I'm worried about that momentum once again, carrying the Padres in game three, but I'm just going to, I'm not going to be having a play on this game because obviously I have better value on the series bet and I need them to come through and hopefully close the deal tonight. But I'm a little bit concerned at the way that game two unfolded and all the momentum now appears to have swifted back to the Padres. The Sharps over at SI Fantasy Pro Vegas Whisper Style got you covered this weekend, whether it's Saturday or Sunday. You want those alerts right in your inboxes, right in our community. So we got you covered. Make sure you go over there and sign up for SI Fantasy Pro. You get your DFS optimizer for Sunday. You get your NFL picks for Sunday. And I'm sure that they'll have some sides and totals for you to wager on when it comes to college football on this big-time weekend that we have going down. For my main man, Frankie Fast X, Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. Everybody, good luck this weekend. Make a couple of dollars. I keep reminding y'all the holidays is coming up.